main role of, of an opposition party and the official opposition is to develop alternative policies and put together for the public a countervailing view to the government's view. And so we sit very closely with a team of researchers and economists, and we do some modeling, and we say, how can we deal with the problems in this country with an alternative budget? So that's what we do. Um, and this year, of course, the NTBPS is the statement that comes before the budget. And because in South Africa we passed three-year rolling budgets, so when Parliament passed the budget, but not passing one for a year, but for three years, and effectively every year we're amending that three-year rolling budget, um, it's important that we also table alternative MTBPSs, which is what we will be doing later today. Without giving too much detail ahead of your press briefing today, take us through your proposed national budget to cut food prices, fight poverty, and inspire growth in the country. Well, yes, I think the first thing we've got to do is speak, and we, what we will be unpacking is how we accelerate economic growth. And obviously that needs to be done by ensuring that you get the right investment in the economy, particularly private sector investment, that you reform state-owned enterprises, and that you relieve the economy of anti-poor policies. You then also got to contain the government debts by managing expenditure. And you've got to fight corruption to make sure that the state's resources are spent where they're intended and not being diverted for nefarious and corrupt means. Um, but most importantly, I think this year, because of the nature of inflation and what that is doing to poor households and how that's squeezing uh, low-middle-income and middle-income households as well, um, you have got to introduce a raft of measures to protect the poor and the vulnerable from the high cost of living. So this is what you are proposing, but what is your party's expectation for the medium-term budget policy statement tomorrow? Um, well, look, we fully expect that it will have to be tempered, and it will have to be tempered and subdued because South Africa's post-pandemic recovery, its post-COVID lockdown recovery, has been very, very, very poor compared to most other economies in the G30, in the G27, of which we are part, um, and even compared to many African states. So we seem to be trapped in a vicious cycle of low growth, of high government debt, um, and a lot of that is driven by low energy supply, the government budget deficits and borrowing, um, low investment. And so we're looking to, to see how the finance minister is going to contain government debt, how he's going to put the country in a growth trajectory, if he's going to make the necessary investments into um, energy supply as well in terms of uh, perhaps government-backed guarantees that expand the um, green energy sector, because all that is is partially uh, made possible through government guarantees in the background, Um, and how he's going to make sure that the investment climate improves so we can actually get the capital needed to grow this economy and create jobs. Now, I know you're presenting the alternative budget today, but what would the DA's advice be to the finance minister in terms of tangible ways, really, to address those critical factors that you're talking about, fiscal and economic sustainability in South Africa? Yeah, well, as I say, I think the first thing is that you've got to use whatever fiscal space that you have to protect the poor and the vulnerable. And we've spoken previously about making the necessary cuts elsewhere in the budgets to, in a very revenue-neutral way, um, continue the sort of SRD grant and turn it into a basic income grant. I mean, this 
this particular grant that's been introduced um, the fir- in the first instance has helped reduce food insecurity, but secondly has helped people you know, make sure that they have money to be able to find a job. But then, of course, to accelerate growth, you can't increase taxes, so you've got to make sure that any revenue overruns or anything like that that does come through because of the commodity cycle boom allows you to minimize that. Um, you have got to introduce small, medium, and micro-enterprise supports. You've got to bolster corruption busting institutions. Uh, you've got to manage government expenditure in a way that accelerates growth. So don't increase money on things like events, um, salaries for millionaire managers, about 30,000 millionaire managers of civil service. What you've got to do is direct as much as you can on infrastructure and capital formation. You've got to build more dams. You've got to build the enabling environment so that investment is possible.